Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another legendary episode of Top Tier Tactics. Chris, ask me why I am salty. Why are you so salty? Because Yahoo is very frustrating when oh. they put their little details. You know when you click the little footnote of the players, you hit that little blue square, and yep. you get a little description of the player and all that good yep. stuff. Uh, they Lately, what they have been doing is they're recommending if you should trade or you know start, sit, all that good stuff. So it ruins the value of the player if you try to trade them. Like For example, Mike Evans right now, he had a little bit of a disappointing game against the Packers last week. I think we all know that. He only had 1.5 in half-point PBR. Mm -hmm. And then in the description, it says, Mike Evans is currently a trade-high target. How do you trade somebody after you just specifically say he is a trade-high target? You don't. Exactly. They literally (laughs) ruined every trade potential or trade buyer or trade seller. They ruined the whole trade because now if I were to offer Mike Evans to somebody, the guy's going to click Mike Evans. He's going to get the description and then it's going to say, oh, he is a sell high target right now. And then it's going to turn away any potential buyers. I think even ESPN did it. Offer him to me. See what I say. Okay, here. You want Mike Evans? I got Mike Evans. You want him? Yeah, sure. Sure. What would you offer me? A dollar? Uh, $1.50, since that's how many fantasy points he got. I can give you $1.50. Okay, deal. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I don't understand why Yahoo would do that, because it completely ruins any potential type of trade talk. They don't care. Uh-huh. They're trying to give whoever's using their app as much information as possible to pinpoint who they can go trade for it, it's for novice people it's, it's for people who don't do fantasy football very often yeah but like that ruins any potential trades ruins a lot of them yeah yeah i don't understand why they would call do you, that call yahoo up i'm gonna Tell send them, them a str- i'm gonna send them a strongly worded email asking them why the hell they do something that's are stupid. you are you male karen right now i'm pulling i, a male I feel karen. like you're being a karen i'm pulling a male karen right hmm. now Interesting. What's the name for a male Karen? I uh, Scott. Scott. Oh, oh, that's that was was that brutal? That was a little. Was that a little? Was that a little rough? A little nah, too soon. Uh, salty. A little salty soon. there. Too soon. Um, the male Karen. I. I don't know. I, I really don't know. There has to be some sort of name, name for male Karen. Bill. No. Bob? No, that's has not to be, right. It has to be a boomer name. You know, it's not it's not a you know a recent name. It's got to be a boomer name. Terry? Terry? No, nah, Terry Terry McLaurin? Yeah, he is a little bit of a boomer. A little complainer. He well he he has two women's names. It's Terry and McLaurin. So I I don't I, think I, he counts. I have breaking news here. Oh no, no. All I'm, right. I'm a little terrified. The data doesn't lie. Instead, the male version of Karen is actually Terry. No. Yep, I'm looking at it as we speak right now. You Googled it? I Goog- Of course I Googled it. You know, I'm a little proud of you. But uh, there we go. I so, learned I learned from the best. So I'm, I'm basically you know? a Terry. Call uh, me Terry you're, McLaurin. You're a Terry. Oh, dude, that's... Hey, I'm fine with Terry being a Terry. As long as they get some more catches, as he should be long pulling as a Terry all day in the locker if room. If he's complaining to his head coach, he's going to get targets. 
Be sure you don't get targets. You know what I'm be a prima donna. I don't care. Be, be a little Terrell Owens. Give give 15 targets a game. I don't, I don't care. Be, be you a little do you. Randy Moss. You do your Karen, Terry. Come on. Tearing it up a little bit. <laughs> Terry's tearing it up? He, he <laughs> Terry needs to tear it up in the locker room, so he is tearing it up on my stashy. There we go. Ooh. Say that five times. I, I'm going to headlines. <laughs> NFL headlines. So Mark Ingram, he supposedly was supposed to miss a few weeks. Never heard of her. MRI shows he has a non-serious mid-ankle sprain. Coach Harbaugh says that he expects Ingram to play November 1st against Pittsburgh. Now, they have a bye week this coming Sunday, so that means in technically two weeks. Yeah. Mark Ingram... As we stated before, I'm trying to stay away from that Ravens backfield right now. So, good news for him. Is it good news for your fantasy team? Probably doesn't matter that much. Well, the problem is, is this news, it comes out Tuesday. And this episode comes out Wednesday because, of course, we were recording this on Tuesday. Therefore, a lot of people might have put a lot of waiver claims and spent waiver fab on either Gus Edwards or J.K. Dobbins, and that kind of just screwed them both. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Hopefully they click that stupid little blue triangle, blue rectangle that gave them the update. Hopefully they did. Hopefully they did this time. So are you saying that helped them this time? In this scenario, it helped So it was actually worth what they were doing. It's worth it. It's just oh, it is. I, I, they should be giving injury updates. Okay, oh, Terry, stats. Terry, Terry. Let's calm oh, sorry, down. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's calm down. Okay, sorry. let's have a discussion. They shouldn't be telling you okay. whether you should be <laughs> trading or buying a player. You're correct, Terry. Okay. There we go. Can I? I want to speak to Yahoo's manager. You're not wearing a mask. You need to wear a mask, okay, Terry? I don't, they, they're not effective. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I have to be. I have to go full character. Next news. CMC not expected to play this Sunday against Saints. May play against Falcons, which Thursday night. Not a surprise. Looks like it's some good news. I don't expect him, like you said, to play this Sunday. I think that is a good thing. I do hope and expect him to play the uh, the following Thursday night against the Falcons. You'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. You definitely want to see Christian McCaffrey kind of get eased in against a, a weaker defense that is the Falcons. That should be a good fantasy strike for yourself now Rams signed another kicker Kai Forbath did I rattle Zerline yeah you did because we didn't pick him for the kicker of the week and he didn't do anything of course because we didn't pick him therefore he's trash hmm interesting makes you really wonder who's in charge who is in charge me when Hmm. I pick the kicker Hmm. I mean right now all 32 NFL teams GMs owners and head coaches they wait for me to pick the kicker after I pick the kicker, they all decide what they want for the kicker. Fair enough? Fair enough. There we go. Deontay Johnson is set to practice Wednesday. Like I said, we were recording this on Tuesday. So when this gets released, he should be out on the field practicing. That is a good sign that he will play the following Sunday. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, I, want, I, I want to hear you say this last name. Hold on. For first, before we go into that one, <laughs> before we go into that one, uh, I want to I want to ask the question of how does this affect Chase Claypool? I think it affects everyone. Juju Smith Schuster. I. It affects everyone. Deontay Johnson looked very good in the beginning of the season, and him being held out because of injuries is the only reason he hasn't been relevant to this extent. Uh, Chase Claypool's volume is going to go down. 
I think Deontay Johnson will jump into that role. Not that same exact role, but targets will be split around. And Juju Smith-Schuster does not look good at all. So, James, you have... Honestly, you could consider saying Chase Claypool could be the number one. As of Deontay right now. Johnson could technically be the number two. James Washington could be three and Juju be four. I mean, I'm just going off of what Juju has looked like. He he hasn't looked good at all. Statistically, Juju is the wide receiver four. And visibly. Visibly. He, does, he doesn't look good. So that's how I would rank it right now. And Claypool, you got to feel comfortable with him. I like Claypool. Claypool is a start. But I'm not putting him in the wide receiver two to wide receiver one scenario just yet. He is going to be in my wide receiver three slot. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be matchup dependent. But I think Claypool has the higher ceiling than everyone else on there. Uh, Deontay Johnson, we'll see when he comes back. But Juju is a I would rather start Claypool right now or Deontay Johnson than Juju. Yeah, I completely agree. Right now, he is statistically the wide receiver four, regardless of what the depth depth chart says. Now, for what you've been waiting for, to it. Tagovailoa. Oh, oh, that how's was, that? How's that? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Wasn't bad, Terry. Okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, he's set to make his first career start against the Rams. They have their bye week this coming Sunday, so next week against the Rams. I I question this decision because he's going. I mean, he, it would have been great for him to go against the Jets, which they, who they just played. That way, he kind of dips his toes in against a much weaker team. Uh, him going against Aaron Donald. I feel like that is a mistake. I have reasons. Okay, give it to me. So so I have a couple questions first. All right, all right. Um, Fitz Magic. Let's hear it. What school did he go to? Harvard. Okay. What school did uh, your boy Tua go? Alabama. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Which Harvard's a very smart school, isn't it? You would think. So would you say Fitzpatrick's smarter than him? You would, you, oh. yes. Oh, okay. oh, I'm going right. somewhere here, huh? Yeah, going I'm somewhere. seeing it. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Fitzmagic, has he produced more than Tua? In theory, yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Two for two. Okay. Hmm. I don't know where you're going with this. Fitzmagic is magic. And if Fitzmagic has magic, you should start Fitzmagic. I don't understand where you're going with this. Fitzmagic's better than Tua. Okay. I'm disappointed. Oh, so you're saying the the Dolphins made the wrong decision. Correct. There we go. Okay. I mean, I, I agree. I think Tua <laughs> is not quite ready to just, go in. I just went a, a roundabout way. Yes. Yes. You, 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 you. Did I confuse you? Yes, 100%. I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad. So you are the third grade math teacher yes. that made me write every single step. Even wait, though, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> third grade you had to write steps yeah you know you had to when you're doing long division or you something, weren't doing you know? long division in third grade you're not smart enough you were doing two plus two equals what a window <laughs> exactly you nailed it a fish i think it was i think two <laughs> plus two a equals fish. a fish there you go uh i mean i, I i'm starting the rams defense now because i i, I think Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, they're going to go to town a little bit on this uh, on this Dolphins front. Uh, I mean, he, he, regardless with Fitzmagic, I don't think it is that much of an upgrade, but uh, I don't think that team is ready for Tua. Uh, I'm glad to see him start. I really like him. I think he's very good. I'm a little skeptical of the decision-making here. Uh, all jokes aside, I, I think it's a better option for that offense. 
Really? Yeah, I do. I I, I think Fitz Magic only has one year of magic. After that, it's over. Uh, we've seen it over and over and over again. It's time to start getting to in there, see what he can do. I think it's more interesting for the wide receivers and the tight end to see who he actually feels comfortable with and who's he, who's he going to target on a regular basis. Who's he's comfortable with? Is it going to be Preston Williams? Is it going to be uh, Parker? Is it going to be Gasecki? I think it could mix it up a little bit. Even open up a little bit more for Gaskin. Uh, I think this is going to be ultimately the best case scenario for Gaskin because now they're going to lean against the run just a little bit more. And if he gets, if he's getting two or three touch, two or three more touches a game, that's going to significantly impact his fantasy stock. Now, Alshon Jeffrey and Darius Slayton, they both got limited practices. Nice. I would say Alshon plays if he played on a Sunday, but no, he goes this Thursday against the Giants. Now I'm going to go. I don't think he plays this week. Yeah, I I would try not to rush him back, and I would wait until next week. That, that would be my thing. And do you really feel comfortable starting him this week? No, absolutely I, I, not. You, you really got to see what's actually going on there. I'm holding him on my bench still. I hope he's out so that I can put him on my IR spot and grab another person. Um, but Alshon is a no start for me. It's a watch and see. Look how he actually looks. Look how he runs. See how that foot is actually doing. And if Carson Wentz feels comfortable with him still, that's what I'm doing. That's fair enough. Now, let's let's have some fun. Okay. We, we're going in the buy, sell, trade, holds type of scenarios. Um, we, we I have a pretty significant list for you. We're going to see if we can knock them out as quick as possible. I'm just going to list you the name, and you're going to tell me your opinion, and then I might give you a quick trade scenario or two for you to have fun with. I love it. All right, so first one's going to be Jarvis Landry. Give me an opinion. Uh, I'm just going to hold. Uh, I'm going to hold. Uh, OBJ is not the guy there. Um, do I feel comfortable with the hold? If I can sell him for something, I would do that. But depends what the offer is. What's the offer? Uh, let's see. I'm I'm looking at trade offers for Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. and I've seen one get done where they offered Los Angeles defense. No, no, you you won't take a defense for Jarvis no, Landry. I would not. Go, I think uh, Los I, Angeles they have a pretty good schedule coming up. Of course, like we said, they're going against the Chargers. Dolphins. Are you talking about Los Angeles Rams? Okay. The Rams defense. Sorry, I forgot there were two. I would feel more Los comfortable with the, Rams. with the Chargers defense. Yeah. To be totally honest with you, but uh, yeah. no, I'm not trading anyone for defense. Okay. Uh, what about? Jarvis Landry for Brandon Ayuk. No, I'd rather hold Jarvis on my bench. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I I agree. I'm gonna hold him. Okay. But uh, I mean, right now OBJ is not productive. That means somebody's got to be productive, and it so far it hasn't even been Jarvis Landry. That, well, that offense has been a disarray in general. Yeah. So you might Correct. as well hold it and uh, wait for it to recover. James Robinson. I'm holding. Uh, most likely, you got him off of uh, waiver wire. I'm holding and waiting. I'm not. He's still got 13 points. So if I can get something crazy for him, then sure. But it most likely gives you a good amount of depth at running back if you have him already. Yeah. Now, if you have James Robinson and I offer you Terry McLaurin. Oh, I'd be interested, but I don't think I would make that move. Antonio Gibson. That's probably no. no. Uh, I'm looking at one. They sold Joe. They sold Robinson for Juju Smith-Schuster. No. Noah Fant? No. Darren Waller? I would I would be interested in Waller. I, I would take that deal. Will Fuller? I would consider it. I would take Will Fuller. I'd yeah, also I take would, Darren Waller. I, Waller is a for sure. I would consider it with Fuller. 
Wolf Fuller has been immensely productive, and he is that number one receiver. He looks very good on the Texans currently. Uh, I would do that one. Uh, other than that, I would definitely agree with you and hold him. Uh, it, it, there is no reason to get rid of a starting running back unless you're getting a hefty amount for it. Now, Joshua Kelly. Yes. What are you thinking? I'm holding because I'm really not going to get anything. I mean, throw me a couple offers and see if see if I do it. I'm I like Joshua Kelly's talent. I think there is an opportunity, but Justin Jackson showed he was going to get more of the volume last game. And Joshua Kelly currently has two fumbles. If Correct. you are the backup running back and you have two lost fumbles, that is not a good look. And both and both of them happened. Not last week, but the week before that and the week before before that. So three weeks ago. So in three weeks, he has two fumbles, and they had a bye week and last Sunday. So, I mean, that doesn't even count. As we saw before with Zeke recently, two mm-hmm. fumbles first half. Oh. They benched him pretty much. So he barely got any carries. It doesn't matter who you are. You don't hold on to the ball, you're not going to be in the game, especially when your coach is a run- was a running back coach. You know, it, he's not going to stand for that. You have Austin Eckler, you have Justin Jackson that's been there for a long time. When Eckler comes back, Joshua Kelly's might get some touches like it was before, but I don't, I think they're going to go with Eckler. Eckler? Yeah. You mean when he's back? When he's back, correct. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, jo- Joshua, like you said, you're holding him because he's not worth anything and it's difficult to drop a running back because he might be worth something later on in the year. Justin Jefferson, who had a couple monster games. Give me an opinion. I love Justin Jefferson. You know I love Justin oh, Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, the potential long-term is, is insane. Um, but he has been productive, and he looks very good. I'm I'm selling him. You're selling. I'm selling him, and yeah. it, hurts. it hurts. I'm selling him at his high right now. He's not going to have another game that big. And there's so much hype on him right now. I think I can get a good deal. Okay. Really increase my team. I, I, I agree with you. I think he's not going to eclipse his 39 half point PPR no, 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 points. No, 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 no. I think he's going to be a solid start. You should expect about 9 to 10 points minimum out of him. I think that is his floor. Let yeah. me list you a couple players. Aaron Jones. Yes. Yes. You would take. So if you have, yes. you have Justin Jefferson, I yes. offer you Aaron Jones. Yeah. I would also do that. I think the Aaron Jones owner definitely sold low while Justin Jefferson owner sold high. DK Metcalf. Oh, yeah. I would rather have DK Metcalf. Yeah. I believe in him a whole lot more than Justin Jefferson. On a massively pass-heavy offense. Yeah. Mike Davis? No. Yeah, I agree there. I think I'd rather have Justin Jefferson. In, unless I am the Christian McCaffrey owner, I'm not doing that. If I have, I'm the Christian McCaffrey owner, I'm considering it, but you only have like one week left. About one week, two you know, max. It, yeah. So... If you are on that borderline, you need to win this week. You know, there you go. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Mike Davis is a little bit too little for me. I, I don't. I definitely do not mind holding Justin Jefferson. You can, if you can hold him, put him in your starting roster, put him in your flex, keep him for a bye week. You definitely have a solid wide receiver on your team now. Cam Akers, but more specifically, all the Rams running backs. Cam Akers drop, but uh, running backs. I'm holding Henderson. Um. Well, yeah, I'm holding Henderson. I'm dropping Cam Akers. And Malcolm Brown hurts to say, but he's probably one of my last bench spots or a drop. Cam, uh, Cam Akers, he's droppable. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way. 
Malcolm Brown, he is a handcuff at this point. He he gets solid playing time, but he's like Lactavius Murray. He's basically a glorified handcuff uh, in this juncture. Uh, Daryl Henderson, he is a running back too. A touchdown dependent running back, I might add, but he is a low-end RB2. He's definitely worth a flex to a bi-week plug-and-play. Uh, Devontae Freeman. I'm holding. I'm holding, and if I can sell for something on a better offense then I'm doing that but I, I don't think you're going to get a lot for Freeman but you can start him as like an RB3 or a flex option okay let me give you a couple quick scenarios Devontae you own Devontae Freeman and you got offered Juju Smith-Schuster I really want to say Juju but I don't feel comfortable with it is that crazy I would rather have Devontae Freeman yeah I, yeah, I'm leaning that way. Chase Edmonds? Oh, you know I love I know, Chase I know. Edmonds. This one was a good one for uh, you. If I needed a starter right away um, that I can put in a flex option, I mean, Devontae Freeman would be the guy. The high-risk option is Chase is Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Banking on him taking over the role. And I, I, it's hard for me to say that he's going to. I, I really do think he's better. But they're using Kenyon Drake. Even if he does not look good. Now, he put up 30 fantasy points still on zero receptions. He, Those were all rushing yards and touchdowns. He ran a 69-yarder. Yeah. That's what stacked his— It really helped his uh, points. 12 stats. points right there, um, but they, they're using him. It doesn't look good, but they're using him. Marquise Brown for Devontae Freeman. We're still on him, by the way. I'm probably holding Freeman, honestly. Okay. Uh, I'd be intrigued on Marquise Brown, but Marquise Brown is, has been a little bit disappointing. On his end, which makes it so I think I would rather have Devontae Freeman. Last one, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs? Henry huh? Ruggs. Uh, Freeman. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one. Now, Le'Veon Bell. So, Le'Veon Bell I'm trading. I'm going to sell. I uh, think it's too late to sell. It, if you haven't sold him now, I think it's too late. He hasn't even played yet. Yeah, but I think his highest, highest fantasy stock was right when he signed with the Chiefs. Right before CEH had his monster game against the Bills. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But do I think Lev Bell is going to be an RB2 in that offense? I think it's going to be a cluster kind of like Ronald Jones and Fournette when Fournette is actually healthy. They're going to split the carries. They're going to use a decent amount of backs, and they're going to kind of go by a little bit by committee, and Lev Bell is going to get a lot of balls out of the backfield, a lot of receptions out of the backfield. Okay. But I don't want a share of Lev Bell. Yeah. Like I said in the beginning of the season, I don't want one. So right. who can I get for him? Okay, so if you own Lev Bell, I, I this one's a no-brainer. Chris Carson. Yeah, Chris Carson, 100%. Robert Woods. Yes. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yes, all day. Okay, uh, Tyler Lockett. Yes. Okay. That one's, I think I'd rather have Lev, Lev Bell. Tyler Lockett, surprisingly, has been the only Seahawks receiver that has been a little bit of a disappointing. Uh, Will Fuller. Yes. Yeah, I think i take Will Fuller. Julio Jones. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy one. James Conner. Yeah, that's an easy yeah. one. James Robinson. Yeah. You would rather have James Robinson? Yeah. Over Lev Bell? Yeah. Okay, I think I think I might keep Love Bell on that one because of the upside that the Chiefs offense can give me. 
If someone gets hurt. Yes. Yeah. That or just I believe in Love Bell a little bit more than James Robinson. Now, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Terry McLaurin. I, I mean, I am low, low on Lev Bell. I'm on the low, low. You're on the I, low, I low? have no shares of Lev Bell. I planned on getting no shares of Lev Bell when I came into the season, and it was a smart decision. The last two years have been atrocious for him, uh, even with the Jets. He will be better with Kansas City, but they did get a first-round running back. I'm trying to get away from Lev Bell and get some consistent points on a regular basis. They they drafted CEH in the first round. You're correct. But they have Super Bowl aspirations. They're not tanking. They're not seeing what they have. They're putting their best player out on the field. I mean, they're just like the Seahawks. Rashad Penny, he is a first-round running back. Guess what? He is not playing. Of course, he's on the IR right now, but even when he was healthy, he was not playing. When you have Super Bowl aspirations, you don't have time to see what the rookies have or what kind of talent you have on your field. You're just looking for the best player available. So if you if you feel that way, then you should not be trading him for any of those players. If, if that is your blatant opinion on that, the issue is, is there going to be volume for him? If the volume, do you think, so So answer me this question. Do you think he's going to get 50% of the shares? Do See, you that's think, where I'm not sure. I'm going to be conservative and say no. So do you think he's going to get 40% of the shares? I'm going to go yes on that okay, one. Okay, so Hilaire has gotten what? About 22 touches a game, right? Roughly uh, in that range. About 17, technically. If 17, you be, If you want okay. to be a little so, bit stagnant. No, no, that's fine. S- 17 touches. So 50% of 17 is what? Is eight eight and a half touches. Eight and a half. So if it's four touches, he's doing seven touches a game roughly. Or forty percent touches is doing about seven touches a game. That's not enough for me. That's not even close to enough for me. Uh, that means he has to get ten yards per to just get me seven points. Unless he gets a touchdown with the upside there. That's that's what I'm looking at. That's what my main concern is. I want the volume. I want people that I know are for sure going to get me points. That's why I'm staying away from Lev Bell. And then has he looked good on the Jets? I mean, it's difficult to look good on the Jets. It's, it, it is. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I will give you that. And I think he will come out with a vengeance. But until I see what they're actually going to do, and it will raise his price, right? It, it if would. he does well, I'm not willing to risk that. Now, that is completely fair. Now, one last one. I think this is a little bit more of a tricky one. John Brown. Oh, Johnny. Johnny boy. I am. I'm probably selling. You're probably selling. I'm probably selling. I feel I'm selling like, after yeah. a big game, though. I feel like I'd rather have John Brown. I mean, no, sorry, Love Bell than John Brown. Oh, you're talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I thought so, we went to John Brown. No, no, no. My no. bad. Uh, I would probably have Love Bell. Yeah, I'd yeah, keep Love Bell after uh, that one. Yeah, my bad. I I missed. There you go. There you go. That. So so speaking of John Brown, he yeah. was he's actually <laughs> next on my notes. So John Brown, there we go. Now we're talking about you owning John Brown. I'm I'm trying to get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not that, really. That trying makes to me hold really sad. It, it hurts to say, but that uh, I'm just gonna stay away. That makes me really sad. Uh, I mean, I like John Brown a lot. I think he's a very good player. He has been immensely injury stricken at this point, and I'm not sure when he's gonna get healthy. Their bye week isn't until week 11, so he has a while until he gets the rest that he needs. All right, so a couple of quick trade offers. Uh, I mean, we just talked about Le'Veon Bell. What about DeAndre Swift? Ugh. 
I really don't want either. <laughs> but uh, after Swift's game, I would probably go Swift. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think the Andre Swift, DeAndre Swift game is a quick knee-jerk reaction. I feel like people should temper expectations yes, for him. Correct. But I would still rather have Swift and John Brown. At I would this too. Moment. I mean, John Brown, you drafted him in the 10th round. Roughly, DeAndre Swift was taken a whole lot earlier, a whole lot earlier than what he should have been. So it is a little bit of a come up if you are able to make that deal happen. Uh, Devin Singletary, we'll keep it on the bills. Uh, I would rather have Devin Singletary, but I don't feel good about either. Okay, well, now let's segue into Devin Singletary. Okay. Yeah. So now you own Devin Singletary. I'm selling him. You're selling. I'm I'm selling him as soon as I can. So Devin Singletary, he held most of the carries. Uh, Zach Moss had five touches last game against the Chiefs, which is why I feel a little bit more comfortable with Devin Singletary. I'm going to hold him because uh, I believe in that offense a little bit more. Uh, I mean, they, they were playing in the rough rain. Josh Allen, he wasn't throwing his best ball. But when he does, I feel like it really opens the field for Devin Singletary pretty well. Let me give you a couple quick offers. So you own Devin Singletary, and you got offered Cooper Cup. Cooper. Yeah, I'm agree with that. Cream Hunt? Hunt. I might go with Singletary because I still feel like Cream Hunt is a little bit more of a rental at this point. Uh, James Conner? Conner. Yeah, that sounds easy. DeAndre, DeAndre Swift? Uh, Singletary. Singletary, I fully yeah. agree there. David Montgomery? Montgomery, but it's not by a lot. I feel like they're both 1A, 1B at the, this point. My, the, the happiness or the plus with Montgomery is he's getting 19 to 20 touches a game. He's getting a good amount of touches, and he's going to keep getting a good amount of touches. It's just production is the main issue. Devin Singletary, the highest touch touch rate, I think, was 16 carries. So I'm going to go with the guy with a very good defense and getting a lot more touches. David, I agree. I'd go Montgomery, and uh, that team is also 4-1, and one, so I expect them to be running out the clock a little bit more than the Bills. Uh, TJ Hawkinson? No. Yeah, I'm going to go with Devin Singletary on that one now let's move on to mike evans he's a much Ooh. higher name who has had a little bit of a disappointing game who of course yahoo ruined his potential trade value by actually uh, i mean giving I'm, away. I'm holding if i don't have him i'm buying okay hmm. okay so you think he's a buy target i think he's a buy target yeah I, i'm not concerned about him at all he, he's been productive throughout the season uh, he had one bad game uh, i think his other bad game was eight and that Eight was points. just one reception, which happened to be a touchdown. Yeah, so I'm not concerned. Are you concerned? No, not necessarily. But you have to wonder how game scripts are going to go for them because I do expect them to be a little bit more dominant uh, and run out the clock a little bit more. You saw Ronald Jones. He picked up over 20 carries. You saw Tom Brady not need to throw the ball too much. And you saw the defense really rally around Aaron Rodgers that game. I, I, I do want to I do think that is an outlier game, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened again. Now if you own Mike Evans and you were offered Ronald Jones. No, I'm I'm staying with Evans. Okay, uh Todd Gurley? Evans. I might go Todd Gurley. Okay. Uh, if I need an RB, I'm getting rid of Mike Evans and taking Todd Gurley. He's he's getting volume. He is getting Gurley's getting volume. He's not getting 
the yardage and the production you expect, but he is getting volume. He's getting volume and he's getting touchdowns. Tyree Kill. And uh, Tyree Kill. Yeah, I'm going yeah. Tyree Kill yeah, on that one. Uh, Kareem Hunt? I would consider it. You'd consider it? Uh, I would rather have Mike Evans than Kareem Hunt. Okay. Yeah. Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas. Yeah, I'd rather have Michael Thomas. I mean, that guy probably is a little squ- scared that a deeper suspension is incoming right now. I mean, uh, I, th- I if you have Michael Thomas and you are at the bottom of the barrel, you should have sold him before the buy. You should have got someone that you can use and try to get a win immediately. We still don't know what Michael Thomas is going to be when he comes back. You assume that he could be potentially what he was last year, but the Saints are not the regular Saints. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. They they they, they don't look like themselves. Now let's go to Philip Lindsay. Your boy. Your boy. Yeah. Let's hear. What are you thinking of? I'm holding. You're holding? I'm holding, and I'll try to buy, too. So uh, is that because you believe in him, or? I believe in Melvin Gordon uh, not doing what he needs to do. I just don't see how you cannot punish him for what he did. It kind of baffles me. You you suspend people for weed for a year, and then the guy had a DUI that potentially, I mean, if you are drunk in driving, you potentially could kill somebody. Am I wrong? You most More likely than not, you kill somebody else. Yep. So if you don't suspend him, that's kind of amazing, in, in, in my opinion. So right now, he is potentially a sell-high to a buy-high candidate. If I have him, I'm holding. If I don't have him, I agree. I wouldn't mind spending a quick couple of shares to try and go out and get him. Would you take Chris Godwin for Philip Lindsay? You own Philip Lindsay. I would be interested. I, if I needed a wide receiver, I would potentially do that. Austin Eckler. I would do Eckler. You you want Eckler? I want Eckler. Yeah. If, if that's only if I am in the top four. Okay. If 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 I'm not in the top four and I need wins, then I'm keeping Lindsey. Odell Beckham. I'm probably going to keep Lindsey. Honestly, I would rather Lindsey than Odell Beckham. That's really sad to say. Uh, speaking of Odell, I I think we can do a quick touch on him because your chances are you're not going to be able to get value for him by selling him. You can't drop him. Uh, you're going to hold him at this point. You're but gonna, he's not must-start, right? No. It, game, <laughs> it depends on the game. It depends on the matchup. depends on what's going on. That that passing offense does not look good. They have to do trick plays to get, get their offense going, which is fine. But you do need Baker to be able to actually throw the ball. And he's not. If you can't step up in the pocket and throw a nice pass to Odell Beckham for him to catch, I feel like there is a massive issue especially with how big and massive of a wide span that he has. Uh, just, just, for a, uh, uh, just for a fun side note, yeah. if you were an NFL team, would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield? What team am I on? Oh. Uh, let's, just, let's, pick, let's pick a random team. You pick uh, a random one. Uh, Give it to me. If you are the... I'll say Falcons. Falcons, sure. Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G, okay. Uh, would you rather have Derek Carr or... Baker Mayfield. Derek Carr. Yeah, I'd rather have Derek Carr. Yeah. Ryan Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick. Are we are we looking long term or short term? This year, you feel like you can make a Super Bowl run. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, 
I don't feel comfortable with either of them, but he has magic. He has magic. Sam Darnold? I would do Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, yeah. I mean, he's played... He's had some good games with the worst coach in the NFL. So, I mean, you put him on another team with a different coach. What about Sam Darnold on the Niners? Or Jimmy G on the Niners? Like, what do you you Uh, think Sam Darnold would do on the Niners? Would he do the same? Would he do less? Would he do more? What, uh, What are we looking at? That's a great question. I don't know. Throw it on Madden and then come back to me. Okay, so for, for fun <laughs> to intrigue you, I would take Sam Darnold, but I think Jimmy G has a good hold. Okay, do, do a franchise squad. mode with Sam Darnold and do a franchise, <laughs> franchise mode, mode with... with uh, see how, see I'm how interested. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued right now. Okay. And then do it with Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> so one last one. Philip Lindsay, you own him and you got offered Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson. David Johnson, sorry. I was like, I was like, I was like, what are we talking about here? Sorry, but um, I would probably go David Johnson. Yeah, David Johnson. Right now, Philip Lindsay, you're kind of buying on potential of what he could be if Melvin Gordon gets suspended. Chances are, in my opinion, because the NFL is the way it is, he will not get suspended, or Melvin Gordon will not get suspended, and Philip Lindsay will stay in his RB two role. But I digress. Lamichael P. Ryan. I mean, I'm holding. I'm holding and seeing if he gets more touches. Uh, I mean, right now, where do you rank him? Like, what is your thought process when it comes to Piran? He's low. Way higher than K-Makers, but he's still low because that offense is horrible. Adam Gase is still there. Long-term potential, I I see what you're coming from. He's a talented back. Um, Frank Gore is an older back that will not be there next year. They will give... P. Ryan and a chance at that running back spot, even if they draft someone, unless it's in the first or second round. Um, but I am not that high on him this year. I think he is a more of a dynasty target, yeah, or a keeper league target, hundred percent, than an actual redraft league target. I do think P. Ryan could have some potential value, but uh, it's not going it, to be consistent difficult. value. Yeah, it is more of my concern. I, I definitely agree. With what you're saying, it's just I wouldn't be able to start him 50% of the weeks, the rest of the weeks. You know what I mean? Unless something significant happens, yes. like Frank Gore gets hurt, Frank yes. Gore gets cut, Sam Darnold comes back and they start playing a whole lot better. Or the head coach gets fired. Or the head coach potentially gets fired. I mean, if the head coach gets fired, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. Figure it out. You know? Now, James White. And let's expand to all the Patriots running Good backs Lord. while we're in this scenario. And just... I I don't like dealing with the Patriots running backs because it's always something new. Every week. It, it never changes. James White, uh, I'm probably trying to sell. I'm trying to sell any Patriots running back that goes off. I am holding on James White, and I'd rather... You, you know what? I, at this point, you just hold all the RBs, in my opinion. If you hold any Patriots RB, you might as well keep it and see where that takes you. James White, he is a type of PPR player. He's going to get you eight points no matter how much or no matter what at this point. You know, you need five points to win, he'll get you eight. You need 15 or 13 points to win, he's getting you eight. (laughs) And uh, he is the flex of the PPR leagues. Remember, this year injuries have been insane. Uh, Running back spots have been very hard to come by. Having depth at the running back position this year is a very key factor. So if you 
you have a good amount of running backs. You can't get a lot for him, hold him. You can do your little flex spot and get your eight points. But I, I don't see a lot of high, high potential with it. it he needs a touchdown. He's yes. touchdown dependent if he wants to break that eight-point barrier. Kenny Galladay. Oh, dude, you're buying or you're holding? I'm buying. Yeah. I'm I mean, Galladay is very good. He's the number one there. Uh, you know, they're they're going to throw it up and, and he's going to go get it. Galladay is a must start every week. If you can get him, get him. Uh, if you have him, hold him. Now, say you got offered Aaron Jones. I'm probably holding Galladay. You'd rather go, uh, Aaron yeah. Jones and Galladay. Uh, okay. Who's another top tier RB? If you get offered. Let's go Mike Evans and Lindsey. Mike Evans and Lindsey? Yeah. I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. Mike Evans and Lindsey. I'm I'm definitely interested in that. Uh, I probably would take it, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably take it. Okay. Okay. Is that because you believe in Lindsey or you believe in Mike Evans? I believe in Mike Evans, and I don't think it's that much of a teardrop from Galladay to Evans, and plus you give me Lindsey, so I have another, I have a little more depth on my running back spot. I, I like that move. Okay, so what about Ronald Jones? No. No? No, I'd just throw, I'd throw it back at you. DJ Chark? No. No, no, no. Travis Kelsey? If I needed a tight end, yeah, sure. Uh, it, it's easier to find a, a wide receiver than it is going to be a tight end that you can start every week. Okay. So uh, that's where I'm going off of. Uh, Kenyon Drake? No. No, I'm gonna keep Galladay. I I I would probably have to pull the trigger on Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake and and Galladay. Yeah, I would yeah. I would rather have. Kenyon I know a Drake. guy. I know a guy. Really? I know a guy. Okay. That has Kenyon Drake. All right, all right. <laughs> I can be in contact with him. Oh, you really? Yes. You know what? No, nah, never mind. I'll pass now. <laughs> Antonio Gibson. I mean, I guess hold. I mean, it's on a bad offense. I don't have the greatest opinion on Gibson. As of right now, there's so much hype on him. I think you could get a decent amount. I would most likely try to sell him. I would like to sell Antonio Gibson. I personally, I think he's a little overrated. Plus, he is still in his committee. He's a six-two. He's a six-two running back that was very athletic. That played at Memphis. That only got about 50 carries at Memphis. So I mean, like he, he's very green. Fresh. To, to you know, fresh, refreshed. But they like him. He he's very athletic. He's a big body. He, they don't have a lot of talent there. He's he's a talented guy, but I have my reserves about him. If you are taking away touches from Terry McLaurin, don't you ever talk I hate about you. Terry McLaurin That's like it. that? Terry. Then I hate you. I think you're trash. So yeah, true. Uh, if he's I taking agree. away touches from Terry McLaurin, guess what? I don't want you on my roster or on my team or on the planet of Earth. So <laughs> if you have Antonio Gibson and I offer you Hunter Henry, oh, take I'll, I'll take Henry. You'll take Henry. Yeah, if, but I, I'm sure no one else would though. Uh, one, my my value on Gibson is completely different. I would much rather else, have Antonio Gibson. Yeah, uh, tight end. While it's difficult to replace. Hunter Henry is replaceable, in my opinion. DJ Chark. I would be interested. You'd be interested? I would be interested. Uh, I would probably need a little more. Yeah, I agree. I would be definitely be interested. I'd consider it, but I think I'd rather have Gibson. Okay, let's go one more. And Debo Samuel. No, I'll probably keep Gibson. Yeah, keep Gibson. Yeah, yeah I agree on that one. Debo Samuel, while I think he is a very good 
wide receiver. I feel like he is replaceable on your roster. Now let's go to the Cowboys receiver. Oh, goodness. We saw that debacle. That debacle. It, it, it didn't look good. So I, I feel comfortable with Amari Cooper. Uh, I, I would hold Amari Cooper. CeeDee Lamb and Gallup, I am, I'm probably trying to move. So Gallup had dropped the touchdown pass right before half. I saw that. And he had two other targets in the red zone at the end of the game. I feel like that is a good sign. Yeah. I, because I, it looks like he's getting looked at. Are you buying a Gallup? If I can get Gallup low, I will take a Gallup that is low. I know a guy. You know a guy? I know another guy. Okay, wow, man. You must know a lot of I'm guys. Just, I'm trying to help you out. Be. You know? Okay. Oh, all right. All right. So, uh, Jerry Judy. I mean, sorry. C.D. Lamb. Okay. I would rather have him on my team. That is the other Cowboys receiver, right? Or am I mixing him up again? No, C.D. Lamb is right. You'd rather have your on your... Sorry, you're holding him? I'm holding C.D. Okay. Lamb. Okay. Yeah. So, C.D. Lamb, I think uh, he, he's made too much of a mark on the Cowboys offense to just not get used... Amari Cooper, he's just a little bit too good for him to just also not get used, in my opinion. I think they're all going to be just fine in that offense because I, I honestly think do think they're going to be. You think all three of them are going to be fine? I think they're going to be fine. You know, Obviously, they're not going to put up monstrous games altogether, but uh, every once in a while, one of them is going to put up a 20-pointer while the rest of them put up about 10 points. I feel like it's whoever gets a touchdown. You don't know who's going to get the touchdown, but you're going to be glad you have them when they do. I, th- I think two of them will be relevant. I think Amari Cooper will be fine. He'll have his games that he doesn't do things because Dak is gone. Uh, you know, he, he disappears. Magic man, ghost, whatever you want to call it. Um, CeeDee Lamb, yeah, I understand. CeeDee Lamb or Gallup, one of those guys are not going to be productive on a regular basis. And, and that's what I'm trying to stay away from. That's why. All right. That is fair. Now, the, the, the Cowboys are rumored, or it's not really a rumor. It's just kind of like analyst talk at this point, you know, NFL Network, analyst talk, all that good stuff, how uh, they think the Cowboys are going to go after Sam Darnold. Really? That is, that, that's the, the spice the analysts are trying Send to Send Dak right my now. way. Send Dak your way? Send Dak my way. Sure. That works. Would you would you would you want that? Yeah, I'll take Dak. Huh. What if it's uh you, we just take? What if you're you know you're the Cowboys owner and you just took Sam Darnold? Did you even give back Dak? Because Dak, Dak, he's technically a free agent after this. Yeah, he is. If, so, if I mean, they don't get a resign, he's a free agent and he's going to be on the market. Uh, we we saw what Teddy Bridgewater happened to his leg when he was in Minnesota, and then he came. It took him a little while. He had to go through the Saints and then obviously Carolina, but he got a starting job. He looks good. I have full confidence in Dak coming back and and being productive. So if you're going to let Dak be a free agent, I would like my team to go after him. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Now let's move on to Devontae Parker real quick. Yeah. I think with Tua, he's going to stay relatively the same. I don't think his value changes too much. I could see that. I'm interested to see their first game and, and see what who he targets the most. Because yeah. I think there could be a switch with Preston Williams and him. I, I don't know. I just have a feeling. But tight ends are always a safe bet anytime you have a rookie. Parker's going to be safe. He's the most talented wide receiver there. Uh, I'm, I'm holding him. Now, th- they go against the Rams like we talked about earlier. I'm going to say... 
Jalen Ramsey is going to be on Devontae Parker a whole lot. So I do want to say that there are going to be a lot of overreactions where I don't think you necessarily need to overreact. The, the Texans wide receiver core, that is a different question because we talked about Will Fuller. We are very high on him. It's, it's Cooks that everybody's questioning at this point. Two games. Two games. Two, two games, big games. Two games with the coach being gone. I, I don't think that's a coincidence. So right now, do you want to buy those players? Are you hold? I mean, of course you're going to hold them, but would you sell them? If you got them off the waiver wire, you could sell them. Like a lot of people dropped Cooks after a while. Yes. He was available for sure. And if he was available and you grabbed him and your team is looking very good, but you can upgrade at a spot, I'm moving him. I'm, I'm moving him. But I do feel comfortable. I, I understand if you're holding him. Yes. I feel comfortable. He, he looks good. Deshaun Watson is looking a lot better. Uh, you know, changing the coach changes a lot of things. That is completely fair. I definitely want to agree with you. So let's hop into Thursday Night Football because we got two legendary teams in the Giants and the Eagles who post up a fantastic 1-5 and five record, each of them. It is, or the, one, four, and one. one. one, four, and one. Sorry. There's I, one and four and one for sorry. the Eagles. Sorry, sorry. I forgot about that intelligent draw that they had. So, I mean, this is going to be an amazing game. High action, high octane. A lot of elite players, a lot of offenses, a lot of fantasy teams are going to have a lot riding on this game. I mean, uh, it's stacked all across the board. I don't even know where to begin. Nowhere. Nowhere. That's that's that, that's completely fair. So, I mean, let's start off with the Giants real quick. Darius Slayton plays. You start him. Devontae Freeman, you start in him. He's going to be a low-end RB2 to a solid flex. Uh Evan Ingram, he's, he's going to disappoint you, but you could definitely start him. Tight end position is pretty bad. It's hard. So, I mean, if you start him, I understand. He just has not been what anyone thought he was going to be. Devontae Freeman, I, I'm a little concerned against the Eagles front. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm he's more of like a flex option for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say an RB2, but, yeah, you, you can start him if you need to. Put him in your flex. Anybody else on the Giants? Are you are you looking for defense here? Any anything we can do? The Eagles defense, okay, is intriguing because they're I assume they're going to get multiple sacks. Right now, Daniel Jones has only played one NFL game in his career without a turnover, whether that's a fumble or or an interception. I definitely think the Eagles are going to get another type of fumble or turnover from him. Uh, I mean, right now that offensive line for the Giants abysmal. The wide receiving core abysmal other than Darius Slayton. And right now, uh, Golden Tate holds a $10 million cap hit, and he's getting no involvement in that offense. It's very disappointing. While on the Eagles side right now, we have Miles Sanders. He is most likely not playing. And we have Boston Scott holding the reins. Of course, they are going to go with a running back by committee, but I can't imagine a committee of two with a practice squad elevated is going to get too much work. Yeah, Boston Scott is a flex option for me. But yes, I will go flex option for Boston Scott. Uh, Corey Clement, he might be rosterable, honestly, because it is a week or two rental. There's, in my opinion, no really point. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. I'm trying to stay away from any of these guys. And the biggest takeaway I'm going to get is if Alshon plays, is Carson Wentz targeting him? Is that offense better? 
that's what I'm going to be looking for in these games because they are decimated with injuries. They really don't have any options there. That offensive line doesn't look very good uh, for the Eagles as well. They have some injuries up there. Uh, So we'll have to wait and see, but there's not a lot here. Travis Fulgham. I want to say he is a start on the Eagles offense. Starting him? Yes, he is a start. The Giants secondary, they actually don't have the worst secondary in the NFL, surprisingly. Uh, but I expect Travis Fulgham to be a pretty good, solid spot start right now. We got a lot of injuries going on. We got a lot of bye weeks happening. Uh, I feel like you could really put him in and feel pretty comfortable about it. Uh, even Greg Ward Jr., I'm not mad at you for doing it. <laughs> I can definitely understand it. There is no tight end on the Eagles that I want to put in. Is that fair? Yeah, stay away. Fulgham is a great pick. Uh, so, uh, definitely can can use him. But other than that, no tight end. Yeah, no, you're, not, you're not touching tight end. They got to throw the ball. At some point, they got to throw the ball. This is going to be a good solid three games for Carson Wentz to try and get on track. I'm pretty sure it's the Giants, uh, Dallas, and then the Giants again after a bye week. It's a good schedule to be at. Maybe Carson Wentz gets back to it. Hopefully Alshon comes back and, and helps out that offense at all. But we'll see if Deshaun Jackson comes back and if those wide receivers can get anything going. Right now, Carson Wentz, he's not a streamer at this point. He's, there's just too many uh, too many variables right now. And there's a lot of more. There's a lot of quarterbacks I'd rather start over him. But other than that, I think that wraps up this Thursday night. There's no kickers we want here, right? No, no, no. Stay we're not going to. We're not going to do kickers. I don't blame you if you do the Philadelphia Eagles kicker. I feel like he's going to get a lot of opportunities. I feel like the Eagles are going to be able to drive the ball down the field, but have trouble punching it in. So uh, I, I definitely feel like you might get a lot of field goal opportunities there. But if you don't have a young Hoku, well, then you're just lacking right now. So uh, I, I guess that wraps up this episode of Top Tier Tactics. We did kind of throw a lot of information out to you out there for the buy drop sells and obviously the holds. Uh, but remember, we are on YouTube. We just dropped a nice little stupid skit that we made where we went to the prehistoric era. <laughs> we got to see a nice Derek Henry Soros out there out to the field. Somebody even got stiff armed out of the screen. It was great. Hmm. Huh. Well, hmm. we did. Huh. Interesting. But of course, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave a like, subscribe, maybe even a rating and a comment to make our, to make our day. Other than that, buddy, you going to sign off? I'll see you guys next time. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 